Hey, what's up, guys? It is the introduction episode of the Coil Cast. I'm joined by my fellow car lover, uh, Charlie. Say hello, Charlie. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> it wouldn't be Charlie without <laughs> without that. Or without so, a- um, oh yeah. Something really good. Which is pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's get into this. So this is the uh the episode zero essentially. Um you know, you guys probably probably already know from uh from the Grimcash podcast that, you know, start out with the intro and then we uh and then we actually start doing the podcast. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask you a few questions. Um, you know, most of them car related, but uh, you know, a few general questions as well. Um, so let's let's get started. So what's your what's your background? Like, where are you from? And all that good stuff. Well, I am from North Carolina, Cary. Pretty boring. Never lived outside of Wake County. Same shit. Um, <laughs> as far as car culture and stuff, though, if, if I can just jump into that, my dad is a huge car nerd. So is his grandpa. And I don't know if my great grandpa was. I know my great grandpa was a motorcycle enthusiast. But you know, yeah. still kind of same thing. Um, and my biggest thing has always been beamers because my dad had one when i was like five and i fucking love that car he had a i can't remember the actual generation he had a 2007 and it was fucking awesome and now i have a beamer again uh my first one was an x3 and that one the it died because the front diff broke and it was Oof. Awful because it it was it was a mess. It just poured oil everywhere. But now my current So what was it was it front wheel or all wheel drive? All wheel drive. Um all Ooh. I think all old beamers are um rear wheel drive. It's very rare that they would make a front wheel yeah. one. But now that they have many they make tons of front wheel doesn't matter. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um my current one is also all wheel drive. I have a E ninety 328xi with a stick and that's always been my thing if i buy a beamer it's got to be one with a manual because bro don't manual, use manual transmission for life dude yeah, like, exactly <laughs> like any any true like anyone any true car person is gonna be like what what the fuck is an automatic the closest thing they'll get to an automatic is like a sequential Bro, don't be dissing my CVT R- Nissan Rogue. I'm a car guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, my Nissan Rogue has paddles. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. <clears throat> I'm pretty much driving a supercar. <laughs> Drift mode and Nissan Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start playing all the Eurobeat known <laughs> <Yeah>. to man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my background. And then, like, currently with my family, 
My my dad's more of a Camaro enthusiast, muscle car guy, and he has a Camaro right now. He's got a ZL1 with a six-speed. So, you know, it's yeah. pretty dope. Um, no, what, what about you, though? Because you've already pretty much covered question two. Uh, that was going to be what got you into cars. Yeah. Um, but question three is... is uh, this is pretty, 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 pretty big one as far as like, you know, car preferences. Cause if we're talking like cars, not trucks, uh, which would you say you prefer supercars or muscle cars? Oof, uh, probably muscle, honestly. And that's mm. like, I don't know. It, it's, it's just a, I th- it might just be more of an aesthetic thing for me, I think. Cause you know, yeah, really big in the muscle cars. He likes all kind of automotive stuff. You I like, do too, but like you like those sort of those those big burbly V8s. And... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm also going to go in a little background here. I also used to work at a CarMax at a um, at like a dealer's auction, and I drove a few things. Yeah, and really, the only things I gave a shit about there that weren't like junkers. Or like, like muscle cars. Like we had a we had a helicopter come through one time. We had a GT oh, five hundred yes. come through once as well. It was nice. a five hundred, a three fifty. That's what it was. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, we also had cool. a seven speed C seven vet come through. So ooh, that so, some pretty dope stuff came through. I, I uh, yeah. just like the stuff I guess, like that are kind of more affordable too. Because I think you'll see more people well, driving I mean, a muscle car than you will a supercar. Yeah, but you know. But I, I, um, when it for me, like I'll, I'll answer, I'll answer my own question and say that I prefer supercars. But as, as you know, Charlie, but those out there listening might not. I have an appreciation for muscle cars as well. Um, Because, I mean, Charlie, you and I have talked about how fucking awesome the Challenger is. Yeah, man. I I was just recently... You said Hellcat, and I was like, I was like, ooh. Yum, 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 yum. (laughs) I just wish I could have driven it. Yeah, it was it was a great car, but yeah. Um, and to, to be fair, being in the supercars is more interesting, I think, than being in the muscle cars, at least right now, because like historically, yeah. there's a bunch of fucking muscle cars. At one time, there were like fucking eight in the market. Now there's three. Yeah, there's literally just yeah. You know. <laughs> there's there's three, and uh, out of all of them, the challenger is the only one that still maintains like the the muscle car aesthetic and it gets shit on a lot too because of, like people say it doesn't handle for shit even my dad jokes about that because he's a huge camera enthusiast he's like i love the challenger but it just doesn't handle that well and i i don't believe that wholeheartedly because yeah sure in a modern sense it probably doesn't handle as well as a camaro because that thing is built to be a track beat but the Challenger yeah. still handles well. It still handles like way better than say the old muscle cars of like seventies yeah. or sixties. Like, well, those old muscle cars back then were made to go fast in a straight line, you know, because everyone was dragging them. Yeah, exactly. No one, no one, no one really tracked those cars, and those who did usually went to an oval where 
Handling isn't the biggest focus. Calling out fucking NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, like for those of you who are into NASCAR and into oval racing, that's cool. Um, Like, I'm I'm not going to talk shit on oval racing. I just personally don't find that much interest in it. I'm a lot more into Formula One, which is one topic we're going to cover in episode one. So yeah uh keep people an eye out for that um but circling back into the questions what is your favorite car mm, favorite car see i i want to say it's the e90 bmw for whatever reason but mm-hmm. let me think because right now in my head at least i have two if i can make them or if i can make one of them two dream cars Right now, it, yeah. funny enough, it actually is the Challenger SRT Hellcat with the wide body and a six-speed manual. Yeah. That's just an awesome combination. I mean, um, yeah. But if I could make one, I would take a E90 wagon, the E91 wagon, and swap in the V8 from the M3 of that generation of E90 and make an M3 wagon. Because in the U.S., we don't have M3 wagons or M5 so, wagons. But so you'd make dope. you'd make a homebrew, yeah, <laughs> homebrew three wagon. I mean, I could probably just the only thing I would have to worry about, I guess, is like um, if I could actually put a six speed manual in it because I would want that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, you could pretty much. It, it doesn't seem like it's that hard of a job when you think about it because you could pretty much just cut the front end off of an M three and throw it on a three series wagon. It'd be pretty easy. At least, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess, um, yeah, just three series, you know, generation in general, it just like, I've driven several cars through CarMax and other places and new cars are cool and everything, I guess, like, especially like with muscle cars and sports cars, cause the technology just gets better and better. But yeah, there's something about like a 2008 era car where it's not quite huge yet but it's still got enough luxury and nice features and it's still sporty and light enough and can handle well enough yeah like i my my current car you know the uh the 04 tiburon gt that car it, i don't even think it has traction control yeah it's that old um, that's awesome to be honest it's so much fun though. It is so yeah. much fun because you know, you're going around a corner and you're kind of hesitant to floor it because you don't cuz especially my car being front wheel drive, right? If I'm going around a corner and I accidentally floor it and I lose traction, I'm not turning anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not at all. <laughs> and weirdly enough, I am understeering. Weirdly enough, I know that feeling because like um, about a week ago, I injured my like right hand, so I can't even drive my car. I'm borrowing my grandpa's Honda CRV, his '99 CRV, I'm driving that around, and I'm oddly enough kind of enjoying the feeling of driving that versus like I don't know my mom's 2016 Buick Verano, not Verano, uh, Buick Regal. Like, move. There's something weird about driving an old car versus a new one. Like something about the way it handles. And the house yeah. it is inside. I well see those those older cars, right? They're not built to um, 
to to you know utilize all those computers and everything they're kind of those cars are built to handle um as they are versus the new cars that are built you know with all those computer systems and all the you know you got your electronic stability control and your your electronic fucking rev limiter and everything and a lot of a lot of those older cars don't have all those electronics in them you know like yeah they have rev limiters but they're, it's there you you hit that rev limiter and you know it yeah you 100% like cuz your car is bucking yeah i mean it it's not a bad thing but like i also kind of think like with older cars too they're built to last more so than new cars because new cars there's all there's this culture now with cars where you don't really buy a car you lease it for three to four years and then you just get something new after that period of time like i actually have a friend who's in that mindset and i'm trying to like convince him listen dude you don't want to lease a car you want to own a car because and he's like but what if i you know I, i like getting something new and i'm like dude you maybe but you get a car and what if you happen to fall in love with that particular car you get a new car it's not going to feel the same yeah exactly it's like even if you get the next like the next few you know model years up um from you know the current um model car you're driving it's not going to drive the same it's just not because it's not a completely different car, but it has different components in it, and it's going to feel different. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm kind of having those sort of conversations with my dad right now because he is he's really trying to get me into, like, Camaros like he is. Like, he, he's saying, you know, just daydreaming theoretically stuff. Like, if we were to win a lottery, he's like, would, what would you want me to get you for a car? Would you want, like... Camaro or would you want like a Porsche Macan or a new three series and I'm like honestly none of those I just want to like fix my car up and keep it because like I fucking love my three series it's the perfect size for me drives well it's even got all-wheel drive but it's rear-wheel drive bias and a six-speed manual and it's it's just a great all-rounder man I just I can't really see the I mean, I can, but I also can't see why everybody wants to jump on having a new car so much when, like, all cars nowadays, to be honest, like, at least normal cars, almost all of them are kind of carbon copy cuts of each other. Like, there's yeah. hardly anything different between, I mean, besides, like, the badge name, obviously, between, like, like a GMC Terrain and a Toyota RAV4. They kind of look the same, too. And they probably drive yeah. similar, too. And if we're going to talk about cars that look oddly similar please please someone out there explain to me why the fuck the new ford explorer looks so much like a goddamn land rover oh i can explain that one actually i don't know if you know much about your history of car ownerships or whatever but there was a point in time when ford owned a jaguar and land rover and they still share technology like they still share and like the range rover evoke has the same engine as the ford escape so they're gonna look a lot similar. Like even the outgoing yeah. Ford Explorer, like there's a new one coming, I think. The outgoing one looks straight up just like, I don't even know, like a Land Rover Discovery or something. They, yeah. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, I get why it it's, is. I, Cause like you look at, you, I've, seen, I've seen Land Rovers and 
you know, like from a distance, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a Ford Escape. And then you get closer and you're like, wait, no, that's a Land Rover or vice versa. You see a Ford Escape and you're like, OK, all right. The last one was a Land Rover. So this one's definitely a Land. Nope, it's a Ford Escape. Cool. And I mean, I guess that's right. good for some people because it does look like you, you can buy a cheaper car and people might mistake it like you do for like, like they could buy a Explorer, like a newer one. And they might mistake it for a Land Rover from a distance. That's cool, I yeah. guess, for some people. But it's I mean, the way the specialness of like having a Land Rover. <laughs> people are people are like, I don't know. People people more and more are starting to view cars as like trophy pieces, and you know that kind of shows because newer cars look like all all these newer cars that are coming out. Even your regular grocery getter, you know, they're they're getting more and more things that make them look like super expensive luxury cars. Yeah, and you know what's a and, like a fender of that, and I, I it's weird to put it like that, but Mazda, like Mazda back in the day was like kind of like, um, I mean they are like Honda, but something about newer Mazdas, the way they're designed and they're styled and they're made, they're like basically entry level luxury cars now it's so weird mazdas are it's it's another interesting thing though is like mid 2000s mazdas are all trying to like take cues from you know the the rx uh the rx8 yeah exactly and you know it's yeah okay that's cool you know cuz the rx8 really cool car yeah super cool car um, you know, I, I've seen one up here that was owned by a super serious tuner and, you know, Plasti Dip, the whole, the whole nine yards had obviously had something done to his, to his engine and his exhaust because a stock RX-8 does not spit fire. <laughs> so, you know, just based on that and the way that car sounded it it had been tuned and it was definitely not a slouch yeah um but like that's a that's a comparison though like the mid 2000s like mazdas were basically copying the rx8 which makes sense because they're kind of copying what was already in their like history in their lineup now all yeah. it really has as far as like, performance goes is miata and like don't get me wrong the miata is a great car but i feel like i feel like they're just copying germans in a weird way like, like yeah. they're kind of copying Audi is what it feels like to me. Well, okay. Um, it's, it's interesting that you bring up the Miata because it seems to me like Mazda has decided to call, in America at least, their premium Miata the MX-5. Yeah. When it's just called the MX-5 outside of America. Yeah, and call it the Miata here. So, I, I yeah, everyone calls it the Miata here because that's the name that the uh, the Miata was introduced here. But now, you know, it's not it's not the Miata GT. No, it's the Miata MX Five, and you're it's just like that's redundant. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's um, uh, I know another car that did that too. And I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but there there have been several cars that have just done that. They've come to the U.S. or something, and then they change the name. Or, um, or in a different sense, uh, look at like Cadillac right now. Like they, they pretty much got rid of all their cars just uh. about, but now they're also rechanging the names of their like their lineup. Like the CTS is now going to be the CT5, 
And I don't get wow. that. Because, they went into lead speak. Yeah, exactly. I, you know what I don't get about that, though? On a side note, mm. it's, it's the CT5 for the CTS, which is a rear-wheel drive platform car, right? Why is the yep. crossover than the XT5 when that's pretty much just an Equinox? That's a front-wheel drive platform. It's not at all lined up. I, I don't get that. Well, you know, we're talking fucking Cadillac here. We're talking GM here. <laughs> we're talking, yeah, no, GM. GM as a whole. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, man. Remember back when GM had their own, you know, fucking... Did, uh, well, then again, GMC. I mean, I, 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 we won't remember this because we weren't alive when this happened, but there used to be a point in time when Cadillac was like, had its own exclusive parts in it. Like every, if you owned a Cadillac, there was no part sharing with other GM cars that changed. I want to say when the Escalade was introduced to Cadillac, like forever and i'm not really a huge fan of of cadillacs because first off all new cadillacs look the same yeah like a cadillac is a cadillac is a cadillac i don't care you get a cadillac suv it's just a big fat the same exact thing and you know even their even their like sports cars which is just weird to think that cadillac would even have any sort of sporty thing because Cadillac is supposed to be like a luxury brand, right? Yeah. Um, that'd be like, that'd be like Rolls Royce, you know, coming out with, with a fucking track car. And it's like, no, I mean, we're probably actually, not no, I think Rolls Royce does have a race team <laughs> now that I think about, I'm about it, to say, which is just the, the point in our like culture right now is so weird to think about because no brand just specializes in one thing. They like, yeah, they, they do. Every brand is trying to do everything. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Like there's probably going to be a point where like GMC is going to like reintroduce a Ute car, like, like a car with a pickup bed on it. And it's going to be like based on the Camaro or something. And they're going to have a track team for it. It's going to be GMC's track. It's going to be so weird. I just heard a weird noise. What kind of weird noise? Oh. It's my phone. My <laughs> phone was my phone was going off and my 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 uh my vape was sitting right next to it and <laughs> it was but it was buzzing off of my vape and I'm like, what the fuck sound is that? It sounds like something's buzzing. You thought your vape had turned into a vibrator. I thought my vape had started to explode. I was nervous. <laughs> Does that have a lithium battery? I um, <laughs> mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But all right. So let's 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 wrap up introductions by asking, uh, what else? What else do you do? Is there is there any any sort of cool other hobbies not necessarily car related that you have i mean i know but you know this is for the listeners out there yeah of course yeah so i well right now i can't really do much of anything but i play bass primarily i play a bunch of other instruments too but i've been in and out of bands with joe some of the other grim cash people um 
What else have I done? Uh, I like weird stuff, like occulty kind of stuff too. Um, I'm really big at astrology nerd. That's one weird thing. Um, yeah, stars. That's about it, I think, right now. Uh, oh, I play games, but like, I'm not a huge gamer. I just like video games, and most of my friends play video games. But that's yeah. pretty much it. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, I'd say we're nice and introduced. So, uh, yeah, join join us again for episode one.